The interview with BJNN is brought to you by BizEvents, connecting the Central New York business community through events. I'm Marty Nasher, president of the Business Journal News Network, and I'd like to welcome Cindy Seymour, co-owner of Lacey's Chappas Bar and Lacey's Real Estate Ventures. Cindy and her wife, Laura Surway, have had many articles written on them, Lacey's Tapas Bar, and the community work. Cindy is an entrepreneur and philanthropist giving money and time back to the Syracuse community. She's being honored this year at our successful Business Women Awards that is put on by our sister company, Busy Vance. She's being recognized for creating a nonprofit called Serenity for Women that helps women veterans. So Cindy, before we talk about Serenity for Women, I wanted to ask a little bit about you. Where did you grow up? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Mm -hmm. Military brat, okay. born in Kansas, uh, traveled. My father was, was transferred every three years, so we spent three years in Germany, which was amazing, Oklahoma, and then we landed in Florida. So I call Florida home. And you are a reverse transplant, I've heard that term I used. Yeah, I okay. It's hot in Florida. <laughs> it's very hot in Florida. And, yeah, and I spent my childhood, I spent my youth, I spent all my time there, so it's time to explore. And, I, and upstate New York is beautiful. And how did you get back to Syracuse? Laura. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, and tell us a little bit about your profession. I hear you've had a few professions. I have. Uh, started out in the military, United States Air Force. My father was Air Force, both brothers. So it was just kind of a... Family, family tradition that we yeah. carried on. So joined the Air Force, been eight years, and um, decided it kind of wasn't for me. I was in a career field I wasn't real happy with. So I became a law enforcement officer. And I spent uh, 15, 16 years in law enforcement, and I finished out my career with the United Nations as a peacekeeper in Kosovo. Well, that's very interesting. It was. And that's how you ended that, that one profession. It is. And then you moved into? Culinary. Right. I mean, that's very diverse. Sure. Yeah. Okay. You know, my and mother was, a, was a, not an entrepreneur, but she loved learning. She loved learning. And she always said to me, just don't say no. What's the worst thing that could happen to you? So when I came back from Kosovo, I was floundering a little bit what I'm going to do. I came back because my mother was diagnosed with terminal cancer. So I sold my house in Tampa, moved in with her in Melbourne, which was the other side, and we would cook together because she was a great cook. So I bought a little cafe, and she and I started cooking there, and she died a month after we opened the cafe, but I'd gotten the bug by then. It's a bug, it's an addiction. It's a tough industry to be in. It is, but I think if you do what you love and pick one thing, like, I, I know I couldn't have a restaurant that was open 16, 18, you know, breakfast, lunch, dinner. I couldn't do it. It's too much. It, I'd be burnt out. So who was your role model growing up then? Probably my mom. I'm going to throw that at her, and if she was here, she would say no. But I'm going to say it was her. Her and Eleanor Roosevelt. <laughs> both. True. I think both of them strong women. My mother was very strong and uh, sometimes too strong, but... Yeah, strong woman, as it was Eleanor Roosevelt. And she and I both, she taught me to be proud of my height, be proud of my size. You know, I can hear her in my voice now, stand up straight, hold your shoulders back. It's good advice. Stand up straight, hold your shoulders back. So when you need business advice today, who do you seek out? Laura. 
Okay. Absolutely. Smartest, smartest business marketing woman I know. Very savvy. Very savvy. Yes, she is. Is there something you'd like to share about yourself that we may not know? Um, I'm writing a book. I am writing a book of my time I was in Kosovo for the year there. The title of the book is A Woman Peacekeeper in a Man's War-Making World. And uh, while I was there, it was very tough, and the internet was spotty. We had no electricity, no water, very, very hard. And I kept a journal. And I, when I found an internet cafe, if I was traveling, I would send that journal to my sister. And her name is Bunny, so inside the book. And she doesn't know this. I hate that. The book is dedicated to her, Hi. dear Bunny. So I sent her all my journals so she would know my heart and I could talk about it. She printed everything I sent her. She printed everything she sent me. She printed everything people sent her about me, all the articles that were written on me, and then gave me that when I came home. Two, three ring binders. So you're still in the process of writing it. Absolutely. When do you think you'll be finished? Uh, I'm gonna say spring maybe of 19. I'm working with Ellen Yeomans. She's a, a author, and she has agreed to work through it with me. Like, I will speak, tell my story, she'll edit it, write it, because that's my thing. I can tell a story all day long, but sitting in front of a computer and writing, then I go back and reread and think, how oh, that sound? sounded weird. So I'm just going to speak it, she's going to write it, we'll edit it together. Well, you have to let us know when it's ready. I will. I absolutely yeah. will. So let's talk about Lacey's Tampa Spur. Tell us a little bit about Lacey's. You know, I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of people that have been there, but we may not know how it began. Wow, tough one. We um, love the building. We both fell in love with the building. When it was Pascal's, we used to eat lunch there all the time. Fell in love with the building. Then we saw that it had sold, and we went and supported the, the gentleman who bought it. We supported them, and then we saw that that failed, and then it sat empty, and we're both thinking, you know, we were at the Palace Cafe, we were had a burger joint on James Street, and Laura still had her job, and we thought, you know, this is, we need to do something. We have the money. This is, Laura's always wanted a full-serve restaurant. I was really happy with the little cafe. So we um, broke into the building a few times to look at it, and... Uh, <laughs> Then met with the investors and met with the bank. And actually, that was one of my questions. Um, what did you bring on? Did you? How did you invest by bringing on partners, or you went the traditional route with the bank? Neither one. We talked to a lot of people, and then we sat down and decided it's best. We took our four hundred one k and paid cash for the building and cash for the build out. So then that would be our retirement. We had something tangible as our retirement. Wow, I'm not, sure, I'm not sure that investors would tell you to do something like that. Right? Our, investor, our financial guy was like, you really want to do this? We both said, yeah. We wanted to. We didn't want debt. Restaurants traditionally fail in the first year, and that's what investors and banks kept telling us. And we were jumping through hoops, and we're like, we have this money. I don't want to jump through anybody else's hoop. Let's just do this. That's interesting. Is there a plan to expand Lacey's at all? Or? Uh, I don't think so. We've had a couple of offers. We actually had an offer from Park Slope in New York City. That a couple had a building there. They wanted us to come there. We, we've had offers for different areas in Syracuse, but we're really happy doing what we do. We're only open 32 hours a week. It's good for us because we can still have a life 
and none of business. And you guys are still involved a lot within the community. Mm -hmm. So before we talk about the community, can you talk to me a little bit about Lacey's Development Company? Mm -hmm. Lacey's Real Estate Development yeah. Company. What we did was, um, Holly Green neighborhood's a tough neighborhood, was a tough neighborhood, and I'm gonna use the word was. We, uh, when we moved in, we had a lot of people saying, you're gonna fail, you're gonna get robbed, you're gonna get this and that. And we, we just weren't gonna let it deter us. And there were three buildings on the street, on Green Street, that were boarded up and had sat empty for a long, 30 plus years. So we, Home Headquarters owned them, and we met with Home Headquarters, and they said, well, we'll sell them cheap. And, and we are, we're the type of people where, I don't want you to lose money on something that you do for me. So we asked what they had invested, what they're out, because they're a nonprofit as well. So we paid them what they had into those three buildings. So it was, I felt it was equitable and fair. I didn't want to go in with bad karma. And the idea initially was to just put new windows, turn the electric on, curtains, timers on lights. Kind of basic. Yeah, so that the lights would come on and off and it wouldn't be boarded up buildings on the street. And it ended up being, we put, this woman approached us who does manicures, pedicures, facials, massages, she has a great place. And uh, so we built out one of the buildings for her, her business, and she and her husband live upstairs. They're happy, awesome, fresh nails on Green Street. Then the other one is now two, three apartments that has been sold to another gentleman in the neighborhood. Because we don't, we don't want to be landlords, but we also don't want to be, we don't want these to see houses, right? And then the third building, we had Lacey's Lunchbox in for a while, and now we have a woman moving in, opening a Latin flair restaurant. Nice. And, and are, I mean, exciting. is your goal for you to continue doing this mm -hmm. as you see property? And yeah, absolutely. Buy it, fix it up. But the goal now, we'd like to have someone in mind prior to fixing it up. Okay. Because we didn't do that. We just wanted to fix them up and get the street looking better than boarded up houses. Because people that drove down Green Street, that's what they saw. It's not a good. It's not a good pathway to our restaurant. Right. And so, should people contact you if they're interested? Absolutely. Or? Okay. Absolutely. Please do. All right. And how should they? How should they contact you? <laughs> What's the Easy. best way? Um, I I answer email the best. Okay. Cindy at Lacey's Tapas Bar .com. There you go. So let's talk about the community a little bit then. Mm -hmm. You have started this nonprofit, Serenity for Women, which yeah. we're going to recognize you shortly. Thank yes. you, Anna. Thank you. Oh, thank the community. Tell us, um, tell us about what it is. It is a nonprofit designed. It's very grassroots. We don't have an office. We don't have any tangible anything. We are simply geared at helping women veterans. I'm a veteran. My best friend and now president, I just stepped down from president to founder, and let her be president because she has more time. She's a Marine and a retired state trooper. So we both know what it was like to be in male-dominated career fields, but primarily in the military. So we just built two tiny homes right on Holly for homeless women veterans. We have two wonderful women in there, one's Army and one's Navy. And how do you, and how do women vets participate in this program? We keep a pretty current Facebook and website. Okay. So if they know something that's coming up, if they see something that's coming up, please come and help us. Right now we're working on 30 acres of land OCC gave us. Oh, we're gonna create a Serenity Sanctuary. It's a sanctuary for women veterans. And how many, so are you, is the goal 
to keep building mm-hmm. home. Okay, and do you have a goal each year how many you'd like to achieve? Two a year. Two. We're comfortable with two a year. The city's t- told us that we could put seven on that lot. Okay. But that's kind of too many. I want them to, I want these women to be part of this neighborhood as well as this neighborhood to be part of these women. We have, it's 100 feet behind their house and it's all now a community garden. Nice. So the community has come in, Cornell has helped us put up a hoop house for growing tomatoes and we've got pathways and raised beds and so we're teaching them how to plant, how to grow food. So if uh, someone within the business community wants to get involved, are you looking for funds? Are you looking for volunteers? Always. Okay. So how do they <laughs> yes, how do they yes. find you? Uh, Serenity for Women has a Facebook and a website. So is it serenityforwomen.com? It is. No dot org. Dot org. Serenity Serenity. org and then our Facebook page. Okay, so maybe this will help other people get involved and contact yeah. you. Please see what we're doing. It's the first time I had heard about it, so it's great to learn about it. And um, that's one of the reasons we love doing events like this and the nonprofit awards. We learn about all these new organizations out there that are being started. We're just, um, June and I both, we're not, uh, we're not those girls. We're not standing on rocks and screaming what we're doing. We're just, we're doers. And then we have people who come on board, like our volunteer day at the tiny houses. We probably had a hundred people there. So long. It was nice. Way more than she and I wanted to manage. (laughs) We called Laura in. You're going to need to tell all these people what to do. She can spread the word. She can tell what to do about that. Um, so what do you think is the next step for this nonprofit then? That, the sanctuary. Okay. Yeah, we, we have the land verbally committed from OCC. The board has to vote on it still. And we've presented a package to them, 99-year lease. And we promise to be good neighbors and good stewards and <laughs> not, you know, not be having loud parties. Or, I'm sure that so, that won't happen. I don't think so. Uh, what do you see on the horizon for the Central New York community? I see good things. I really, really do. I was excited when Ben Walsh got elected because one, I know Ben and I adore him. Two, he's an independent. So there's not that Democrat versus Republican stuff, which we hate. We just absolutely hate. And he's such a good, honest, calm guy. Like I've never seen him riled up. And he just, he's just a good guy. And his wife is good and they have a great family. And I think He's going to, he didn't make a lot of promises, pretty smart for him. Just, yeah, he didn't make a lot of promises. He just said, I'm born and raised here. This is what I see that needs to be done. And I drive through the streets and I see the potholes that are marked and the lights that are now, the street lights that are now on. I think you're gonna see good things from from the new administration. Great, that's wonderful, yeah. Well, wonderful. Thank you for coming and thank you. thank you, you know, to Cindy for sharing some insight with us and please keep us in mind as we move forward with our other videos. Keep an eye out on our website at cnybj.com and uh, we hope you'll join us next time.